Aspie Girl Gab, and it is just me again today. Um, now, at the time of this recording, it's Mother's Day, so like happy late Mother's Day or happy Mother's Day or just happy late Mother's Day, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, my mother got my gift that I made for her. It's a painting of the March Hare, um, and I kind of made a top hat theme like a top hat shaped mother's day card um out of construction paper and of course i wrote her a poem and i like the last part of that poem that i wrote for her because it's the last part is like i no longer have a dad but i have a mother who is perfectly mad (laughs) uh well it, it adds to the charm and the theme of both the gift and the card um, so, yeah. Also, speaking of dad, that is actually today's topic. I would love to give all of you my experience and tell you my story of what it was like having an abusive and neglectful father around. But this was mostly during the summers. I mean, I wasn't... <laughs> He wasn't living with us. It was only during the summers, if you remember back from our previous episodes. Um, when we start touching in on me and my sibling Rain's um, childhood past, or just childhood, um, we kind of go a little deeper into what happened. But I would like to give you all my experience. You know, like, what was it like through my eyes? Like... Plus, there's actually some, you know, things that happened that I don't think we've told you guys yet. Um, But anyways, on with the story or experience-giving story. Whatever you want to call it. Um, Okay, so for as long as I can remember, ever since I was, like, a baby, or, like, I was either one or two years old, I cannot remember. (laughs) Um... But anyways, for as long as I can remember, um, during my early childhood, we have to go back and forth, back and forth every single summer, though, let's just say we went up there every other, like, Christmas, like, we spend Christmas in one state and Christmas in the other, it's, it was weird, it was just very weird, but at least I got to see snow, so yay, um, so anyways... Now, because my father, um, he didn't exactly have a woman in the house, um, ever since him and my mother divorced, so he didn't, he had to go to work, like, super early in the morning, or what felt like really late at night, um, basically, he couldn't stay there, and he, like, he couldn't leave us alone in the house, cause, like, what kind of father does that, um, so he basically take us to our mamaw number twos, um, which is literally right across the hill. It's on the same hill. You just walk to like, you know, the other side and then 
boom, you're at Mammal Number Two's house. Um, so he dropped us off there. Um, I always remember seeing Mammal Number Two. Um, like she'd always be out there waiting for us, um, take us in. We, I think we stayed in like a guest bedroom or something, or at least it became a guest bedroom. Uh, Mama number two would take care of us until fa, well, until our father arrived, pick us up, like super late in the afternoon. Then the whole process would just repeat itself until he met my stepmother, or no longer stepmother. Um. Uh. Anyways, he met my stepmother, and my stepmother had two boys. Uh, which were my stepbros. Um, and over time, I kind of started to grow a bit of a bond with um, the boys. Because my sibling range, they were somewhere on the hill. I do not remember where they were. Like, were they in the room the whole time? Were they at our memo and Papa number twos? I have no idea. Um, but <laughs> let's just say... They were basically the only friends I had while up there. Because basically the three of us, we'd be like a complete trio. Like, we'd go and play outside. Um, like, the th it would be just the three of us. Like, it'd be just me and the boys. Like, they were almost like the brothers I've always wanted. Like, it didn't matter if we were blood or not. They were still bros to me. Like, they were awesome. And I just really appreciate them for, you know, spending a lot of time, you know, like with me. Like, actually spending time with your step-siblings. That's a very, you know, that's a very special thing. Um, but anyways, um... Let's just say our father would get angry sometimes for no clear reason. Like, I, well, some of us would basically be his punching bag. Um, sometimes it was me. Um, though, I don't know about rain, because I don't know where rain was during most of the summers. It's almost like they disappeared. Um, uh, um, basically, like, he whack us with the belt for no reason. He make us. He literally forced us to drink hot sauce for no reason. But believe it or not, I was used to eating spicy food by then, so the hot sauce didn't bother me. It just really tasted good. Um, I wish I could have found the brand of that hot sauce though. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I think the biggest punching bag for our father was one of my step bros. Um, basically, like I had to witness. Him basically torture one of my stepbrothers. Um, like, basically, he called my stepbrother, like, a very horrible name. Um, he literally wrote some inappropriate word on his forehead with... I can't tell if it was either, like, a marker or a sharpie. But then again, those are probably the same thing because they're both some kind of marker. Um, and basically, um, once he was forced to kind of clean up a bunch of toy cars once he was done my father would come in kick it down and then he said do it again and then he cleaned it up again father comes back kicks like the whole box of toy cars onto the floor repeat 
Not only that, but when our fa- when our father like literally now this is just the saddest story. Um, we had this orange cat named Butterscotch who was an adorable kitty. Um, he was stepped probably stepped on by my idiot father. Um, who practically he called like after that like the cat died and then he basically gathered us all. Like, all four of us, me, my sibling Rain, and my step-bros. And then once we were called into the living room of the trailer, um, basically we saw, like, our stepmother crying, but then again, they could have been fake tears. (sighs) But anyways, um, yeah, I couldn't tell if her tears were real or fake, but still... Like, our father basically pinned the blame on us. Like, you know, like, who killed Butterscotch? You know, tell me who killed the kitty. Um, and then none of us were saying anything. And then one of my stepbrothers did the most... Thi- the, the, the bravest thing that takes guts. He literally stepped forward and said, it was me. Like, like he took the blame for something he didn't do. That requires guts. Like, that was the bravest thing I've ever seen, like, him do. That was... Wow. That that, that was just wow. <laughs> but, of course, my father started calling him, like, a cat killer and all these horrible names. Um... So, like, whenever our father did something stupid and tried to pin the blame on the four of us, like, my stepbrother would just step forward and say, it was me. Like, like taking the hit for, like, your other s- siblings, like, that's, that's a very brave thing to do. Like, I wouldn't have, like, I don't even have the guts to do that. That, that's... Wow. But because of that, he did suffer a lot. Um, basically, he's the one who got the most torture or abuse, if you call it. I don't know if torture and abuse are the same thing. They probably are. Um, but let's just say he got the most abused out of all of us. Um, and basically, um, my other stepbrother, like, he would sometimes... You know, he was the less hit from my other stepbro. But for me and my sibling, Rain, we, well, we only got beat and abused whenever our father felt like it. Plus, when my little half-sibling was born, which I don't consider to be my real sibling, because apparently... When my little half-blood, I repeat, half-blood sibling was born, my father took immediate favoritism towards the newborn and just forgot about me and my sibling, Rain, along with my stepbros. But they were also very neglectful, too, towards... We will call my little half-sibling... Sky. Now, Sky, basically, when they were a baby, um, I always remember looking into their crib and there was just, like, you know, like, a puddle 
um, forming around them because apparently father and our stepmother forgot, kept forgetting to change their diaper. Um, now, of course, we would have done it ourselves, but we didn't know how to change diapers. We didn't know how to feed babies. We didn't know how to do anything. As much as we wanted to help Sky, we, we really couldn't do it. Because we didn't have the experience. We were too young to know how to feed babies, how to change their diapers, and all that. Um, but yeah, like, my stepmother just absolutely adored my little half-sibling. Or just Sky. Um, but basically, like, you know, like, basically my father told me to share my Tinkerbell collection with them um before giving it to them fully and not only that but my father even wanted to take my little box or my magic box as he called it and give it to sky like at this point like at that point i literally felt like i was an absolute nothing to him like i didn't even matter Plus, he actually accused us of, you know, like, Oh, nobody loves me. You don't love me anymore. <laughs> and what's worst of all is that, well, the thing about all this, like, you know, abuse and all that stuff, those on the spectrum are actually at a higher risk of developing PTSD. Plus, sometimes they might get small social skills or interaction because of abuse. So, like, my sibling Rain has PTSD from what happened. And we're still trying to help them cope and, you know, pull through. But my father left a huge hole... For us to fill. Or at least patch up. I don't know. Um, but that, that that just depends on what hole. We're talking about. Like what kind of hole. Um, but I'm just very upset. With my father. Like first it's the abuse. And now I absolutely. Don't. Think. I want to see him ever again. Uh, but that's just the that's just the worst part, you know, cuz basically I practically see him every day in the mirror. Yep. I basically have his face. <laughs> like I look just like him and he looks just like me. You know, I'm thinking of starting to wear, like, the fox mask I got from a craft store. Not the kind of mask we use to kind of, you know, protect ourselves from the, mm, the you-know-what that's been going on somewhat, you know, you know, you, you know the thing I'm talking about, you know, the masks and the sanitizer, that kind of thing. No, I'm talking about the kind of mask that goes over your eyeballs or the upper part of your face. Um, 
I'm thinking about starting to wear that because I just don't want to see his face in the mirror. It's... I just wish my father was different. I wish he would stop drinking and, of course, smoking because that's bad for your lungs. Um, so, fun fact there, if you guys didn't know that. Um, and I just wish he was a much better person. Like, my sibling Rain says that I'm just like him. Well, I'm just like him, but, you know, there's no damage and such. Or maybe, like, he's just like me, but with a lot of depression, anxiety, and all that horrible stuff injected into the brain. Um. So, basically... I just don't know what to think of him anymore. Like, is he a bad, neglectful, and evil father? Or is he just somebody that needs therapy and help? And at this point, I consider myself officially fatherless. Because, well, we're going through this year pretty fast, it feels like. And, well... At this, like, next year I'm going to be 21, and I think his fatherly duties for me are officially over. And I feel like he never, never loved me. Because, like, all of this abuse and such only happened after I was born. Now I'm starting to think it was almost my fault, but... <laughs> Hey, I can't blame for being born a girl when he wanted a son. But now that he has a son, well, he can just forget about me and my sibling, Rain. Plus, once I adopt in the future, I am not going to let him see his, his adoptive grandchildren. Yeah, I'm adopting because apparently a genealogist... Um, who did some tests on me a while ago, told my mother that I couldn't have kids because, you know, of my autism level and, of course, the thyroid issue. Well, just the autism level. But there's also this thyroid issue that I do not want to pass down. I'm just looking out for the kid. Plus, I actually prefer to be with a woman. So, Yeah. Also, before I close out today's episode, um, if you know anybody on the spectrum or not on the spectrum, it doesn't really matter, who might be going through abuse in their family, like, if they need help, you've got to ask them if they need help. You've got to do something about this because all this abuse in families and, you know, all that stuff... Like, do everything you can to help them get out of a toxic atmosphere like that. Like, get them away from all the violence and abuse from a family member that's going completely insane. And, basically, 
I think I will no longer celebrate Father's Day ever again. Only Mother's Day is a day that I will look forward to every year. Well, I guess that's it for now. Um, I think it's been about 20 minutes, which is good. Because I like to try and make these a bit longer. Um, just for you guys. But today was just a bit of a story or experience story. Of what it was like for me. Um, well, um, well, I guess it's time to close out today's episode. And I'll see you in, well... The new episode. All right. Farewell. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.